Chicago Lighthouse Media presents The Unseen Show, hosted by Sandy Murillo, Brett Shishkoff, Jose Martinez, and Mike Cole. Kind of see. I just ran into something. <laughs> well, there you go. So if somebody ran into something, what would be the proper way to help somebody who's blind? What what do you do like when they grab poet's harness? What if you're not necessarily lost but you want to slow down because you're trying to take everything in? Well, hello everyone and welcome to a new podcast of The Unseen Show. I am Sandy Murillo. I am Brett Shishka. I'm Jose Martinez. And I'm Mike Cohen. The Unseen Show crew. Yes, we are in the studios at Chris Radio, and uh, we have taken a couple weeks off, but we're back at it. And uh, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but um, the summer's hot. Sure is. <laughs> um, the and sky is blue, grass is green. And Trees are tall and live to be about 100 years old. That's right. And it feels basically like we're living inside a swamp or something like that. So I'm kind of looking forward to more of like just 70s. So I'm hoping September will bring that. I'm looking forward to the pumpkin spice latte. That's what I'm, <laughs> I'm a chai guy. Are okay. you? Um, <laughs> how basic of you, Sandy? <laughs> it can be taken in multiple ways. I don't mean shy because I'm Mexican. No, I meant C-H-A-I. Very good. Exactly. <laughs> so we decided that we wanted to kind of talk about um, some of the situations we can be running into while we're out and about um, in the city and just what we kind of see. I as... just ran into something. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh-oh. So if somebody ran into something, what would be the proper way to help somebody who's blind? Like these are kind of different things we're going to kind of run down. Um, like, okay, you see me with my guide dog. Uh, how do you handle someone who looks like they're lost with a guide dog? So um, I know, Jose, you had some thoughts on a few things that were on your mind. Did you want to kind of start us off? Well, I have some guidelines more than anything. (laughs) Just some good guidelines that you can follow if you are sighted or if you have more sight than I do. Mm -hmm. Because (laughs) it's just about anybody. Blind as a bat. All right. Right. (laughs) Sonar and all. (laughs) Um, We're talking to you, daredevil. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but I don't like Ben Affleck one. Okay. I, know. I like the other I've one. Never liked mm-hmm. so- <laughs> <laughs> Random tangent aside. Yeah, so a couple things to, to keep mm-hmm. in mind. Uh, if you can see, remember that you can perceive things from much further away than we can. We get close and personal with things because we have to. It's not because we want to uh, fiddle with danger and, you know, pretend that we're going to get run over by cars. It's because we want to make sure that when we're at the curb, we want to know where we are. If, uh, oh, I don't know, let's say we're walking on a train platform and we've got our canes out. I can't speak for 100% of the blind community, but I'm going to say that the majority of us that uh, have experience traveling know what we're doing. Absolutely. We know what we're doing or we've said, we've done something enough times 
Because the problem is, is that you see things from, you know, 50 feet away that we see from 50 millimeters or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Okay, so if you see that we're about to step off of a platform or that it looks like we might, uh, it, but take a look at it and just think, okay, wait a minute. Is he really going to do it or not? It's a, it's a tough call to make. Because what if you do that? What if you what if you decide, okay, I'm not going to react. I'm just going to see if he needs anything. And then the one blind person that doesn't know what they're doing or maybe is learning, let's mm. be, let's be a little nice about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe is learning actually falls. Yeah. yeah. It's a tough call. Well, I think you know, I think it was a, maybe 6 months ago, a year ago, we had the that instance where the woman got caught up by the train. So she was with her guide dog, and I believe both of them died. So there are those instances where it does happen. It actually was a metro train, and she was, I think, at... Oh, out in uh, Midlothian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so she was was on the platform waiting for a train. The train came, and she actually ended up getting under the train somehow. Yeah. Um, I guess she was too close, or she fell off the platform. I'm not entirely sure what exactly happened, but, you know... It does happen on occasion. Um, so I know for myself, I've actually been out and about. And uh, when I brought back Poet, a lot of people want to come up to me with my guide dog and they want to just start petting him. And I'm a person where I'm pretty nice and I try and be as nice as possible to tell him, oh, no, sorry, you can't pet him. He has to be concentrating on what he's doing. But sometimes I'll be looking for the opening, the door. Um, for the train and people try and grab the handle of uh, poets uh, for the harness. And so they're trying to guide me by guiding my dog or they might just grab me by my arm and say, oh, it's over this way. And they just are kind of like dragging me into the train. So these are Brett, in that mm -hmm. case, do you tell, you know, people, do you say something to them or uh, what what do you do? Like when they grab poets harness or. I just tell him, please, can you let go of my dog's harness yeah. and just let me know, is it to my left or right, wherever mm-hmm. the door is? Yeah. Um, if I do want sighted guide, I'll actually, a lot of times if they're grabbing me, I'm like, hold on one sec. And then yeah. I'll say, let me grab onto your mm-hmm. arm uh, and you can guide me this way. It's going to be safer this way. That's how I stop them. And I actually end up uh, giving them some instructions. It's kind of funny because I feel like the assumption is that, you know, they see you with the dog. So they they think that you don't know left from right. The first thought yeah, is the dog to grab is the, one the harness. Know. The dog must yeah. know, but yeah. he might not know left from right. I mean, I, it's 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 the I think the impulse is is someone who is sighted that sees someone who is not sighted that needs help. The first impulse is, you know, to do the most drastic thing because the mm-hmm. sim- they don't know if the simple things would work. Right. And I, I mean, it's foolishness, really, but it's also panic on it. I think some people's parts that they're like, well, I don't want to embarrass myself. And then by doing that, they accidentally do do something over the line or wildly embarrassing that, you know, but, you know. I guess what what perplexes me is what what trips in a sighted person's head, for example, when you have they have boundaries to say, you know, if somebody came up to him and said and and just grabbed them as they were walking across the street, they would stop. They would mm-hmm. be like, I remember once I when I got off the bus and this uh this this lady, uh probably a defense mechanism, you know, to make sure that everybody hears what's going on. I think I bumped into her and she's just like, Ouch You know, like over exaggerated because it's because I'm a man. So it's like, okay, yeah, don't assault me because I'll make sure everybody knows. And then she turns around, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, but but then mm-hmm. but then she would be she might be the first person 
to see someone like me walking down the street and do the exact same yes. thing to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. not think anything of it because it's like, oh, he needs help. Well, I, I honestly, I just kind of think that the rule that I think most people should just abide by is, would you like someone coming up and grabbing you without any type of warning? If you, Just ask. That that's that's what I would just like. If I need help, I will actually say yes. Can I grab onto your arm? I'm a little turned around. Like that will solve a lot of issues just right away. If you treat me like you would anybody else, of like, hey, are you? Do you need help? Because I, I there was times when I had sight and I was lost in downtown Chicago, and I'm like, I'm trying to get to, uh, maybe it was LaSalle Station, and I would just stop and ask somebody, and they're like, oh, it's two blocks down that way. And then you just t- hit a left when you get to, um, I don't know, I forget what the street was that they told me to turn left on, and then it's another block down. So it was like, okay, that's cool. Like, these are the same things that I think, as a blind person, I would be doing the same thing. I, I would ask for help, or if I do really look like I'm lost, just stop, ask, hey, can I help you? And maybe I'm just, I like the way that tree smells. I don't know. I, I think that, <laughs> I think that... It- from my perspective, I mean, obviously, I have a little more experience sure. with the blind community than your average sighted person, probably. Your average bear. Yeah. That's right. That's right. But if I see a blind person that's trucking along with their cane or trucking along with their dog, I mm-hmm. have the general assumption that they must know where they're going. They yep. know what they're doing. I would never even stop to think to ask if they need help. If I saw a sighted person fooling around on their cell phone or their map, I would be like, oh, do you need help finding something? <laughs> like, I love it. I mean, I'm, it's a little bit backwards. But, I mean, like you said, it, I had we had some people in the building today that were, you know, doing a presentation mm-hmm. for everybody. Mm-hmm. Sandy stopped by, I yeah. know. Uh, but, you know, I had to just gently say to them, you know, these people, we're going to have some blind clients come through. If they need help, they'll ask you if they or they might be with one of the, you know, our coworkers. Uh, otherwise, just assume that they can do everything on their own. Don't yeah, worry. Right. About it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the issue, too, with the general public that, number one, um, compared to the general public, there aren't a whole lot of blind people out there. We're a small uh, minority. And... Therefore, they really don't stop and think about like, oh, if I ever encounter a blind person, how should I help them or should I ask them if they need help? I think it's one of those things that they don't stop to think about automatically. But at the same time, I I, I think it should be just common sense, you know, that um, like we said earlier, a sighted person wouldn't like it, would not be happy at all if someone came up to them and, and grabbed them, and it's no different with a blind person. Right. Yeah, and- I think I think really the the main thing, Mike, what you kind of said, I actually think the best way to be able to tell if, like, we are lost or we're having trouble is I'm not trucking along with Poet if I'm lost. My steps mm-hmm. are hesitant. I might be actually just, like, I will actually eventually just stop and I'll kind of like try and like listen to where I'm at because a lot of the times what I have to do to figure out where I am, I'm trying to listen for like busy traffic because mm-hmm. I normally know where the busy streets are yeah. and that's where I'll try and get back to is like, okay, I know I just turned off of Roosevelt and I need to go to Taylor or whatever. I'm not hearing any traffic. I must have turned down the wrong street somewhere. Uh, let me try and figure out where that traffic's coming from and get back there. I know that's Roosevelt, and then I can kind of try and retract my spe- steps. So if you actually see somebody who's hesitant with their steps, they're kind of 
having some trouble or they're just stopped, that's a good indication to maybe just kind of stop next to them and say, hey, I saw that you're stopped. Is there anything? Can can I help you find something? Whatever it ends up being, like just ask them. A lot of times they'll probably say, no, I'm okay. I actually am calling someone or there might not be any reason that they need help. But in most cases, if someone stopped like that, I would say they're probably trying to figure out uh, what's around them. Something else too to consider in this case is that what if you're not necessarily lost, but you want to slow down because you're trying to take everything in. So mm. even though we're not moving our eyes the way you might as a sighted person, we are there. We have other ways of exploring, which I don't do much around here because I don't want to be bothered. Sometimes I don't feel like attracting attention and I feel when yeah. I slow down, I do attract attention. But there are plenty of times when I want to go somewhere and get to know it really well so that if I have to guide someone, which I have to do often now, Mm -hmm. if I have to guide someone, then I'll know where I'm going. One disadvantage of taking rides everywhere is that you don't know where you are when you get out of the car Mm -hmm. until you see a landmark. And so what if they drop you off on the wrong side of a building? Mm -hmm. You don't know where you're going to be. So if you walk around by yourself and you see what you're doing or if you at least have somebody explain it to you uh, who knows you and who knows how to how to communicate this stuff to you. Because, of course, any sighted person can explain it to you. But how many of them know that they're that you're doing this for your own sake and to say, you know, OK, I'll be able to do this by myself. Some of them will just be like, they're probably just humoring you. You know, they, they don't give you any dignity. Some don't. OK, I'm not going to say all. Mm-hmm. But that's my point is that. It's a good thing to ask, like you said. If you wonder, it's a good thing to ask rather than assume. And as a blind person, you have the responsibility of giving them the benefit of the doubt if they ask. Because I know sometimes blind people get in a mood, you're you're tired, you don't want to deal with yeah. people just like anybody else who doesn't want to deal with people after a long day of drudgery or doing whatever it was you, you want to go home to now. So it's just like... We, I, I have to remind myself, at least they asked. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. to remind him. Yeah. She asked. He asked. He did the right thing. She did the right thing. They did the right thing. It's fine. Yeah, we have to understand also that we need to be a little bit patient. If someone asks us for help, they're just trying to be nice. And that that's most of the time when people are asking me, hey, can I help you with something? They're just, I, they just want to make sure that we're doing okay. And I think that that's fine. And that's something that we should be okay with. I don't think that... Every single person that's out there wants to infringe on our independence. I think that they just want to make sure that we're safe. I do believe that there are a lot of good people out there that they're not just trying to take advantage of us. And so those are things that I think we just have to learn to be a little bit more patient and understand that there are just some nice people out there that just want to make sure we're okay. And on and, the other on the other mm-hmm. hand, too, um, cited people who might ask us if we need help. And I personally, you know, I'm always try to be nice, like, oh, no, thanks. I've I've got it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never had this happen to me personally, but I've heard of cases where, like, the sighted person will get offended if the blind person does not accept, you know, the help, the assistance. I've never had anyone, like, if they've asked me, um, I, I've said no thanks, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Yeah. Um, do you, and sometimes if I am a little concerned, I'm in a new area, I've actually just asked that person, Hey, are you walking the same direction mm-hmm. I'm going? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, do you mind just walking with me? Yeah. 
um, and pointing out this building I'm looking at on this block. Yep. So I'll actually use that as an advantage of like, because sometimes you're walking down the block yeah. and you don't know exactly where you need to turn in. And so using that person as like a pair of eyes to help you get to that business or address you're looking for, it, it is extremely helpful. So I, I myself, as I've learned to navigate around the city blind, I actually learned it, you know, literally, I want to say started about eight months after I went blind. So I started mm. trying to pick up different tricks along the way of like my my own M instructor. She just told me as I was out and about, she says, it's OK to ask for directions. It's mm-hmm. OK to ask for help. Did you ask Absolutely. for help when you could see? And I said, yeah. So she's like, why are you even harder on yourself now that you can't see than you were when you could see. So just give yourself a break sometimes. And I think that sometimes sometimes we as blind individuals, we want to prove to ourselves and everybody else that we can do this on our own. And yes, we can do a lot on our own, but sometimes it's okay to ask for help. It's No one's going to think differently of you. And if they do, those are people that might have some insecurities that they have to maybe work on. But you should never, as a person feel bad for asking for help. I actually had an instance uh, in college. Um, it was a sighted person. She lived in my dorm and we started talking because I was out waiting for the bus to get to my classes. And so she tells me like, oh, so how do you know which bus is which? Because when I was at U of I, I don't know about now, but at the moment, you know how here in Chicago, the bus the buses, you know, they have that audio announcement telling you what bus yeah, it is. Yeah. Out in Champaign, they didn't have that at the time. Mm-hmm. It usually it would be just the driver saying what, right. what bus it was. So the person asked me, she's like, "So, how do you know what bus you're getting on or what um which bus is which?" And at first I <laughs> I, <laughs> with, I feel a disturbance with, no, in the with force. my sense, <laughs> with my sense of humor. I'm like, "Well, I just get on and Hope for the best. <laughs> and I just ride around <laughs> randomly exactly. until I find what I'm looking for. <laughs> no, um, but poor thing. She um, she just seemed like very confused. And, and so then I told her, I'm like, no, actually, I ask if I usually the driver announces it as soon as he sees me mm-hmm. out there with my cane. But if not, as soon as I hear him open the door, I'll ask him. I'm like, is this bus number such and such? And she told me she's like. Wow, that's got to be embarrassing for you to ask for help to ask for that type. I'm like, no, it really isn't. I mean, I've been blind all my life, and there will ine- inevitably be times that I will need to ask for that type of help. This may be a little uh, provocative, risque, whatever, sure. but uh, you know, if you can apply the same situation for like, oh, you must feel embarrassed to have to go to the store to buy condoms. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> um, yeah. If I, I do what I gotta do, okay. Exactly. I mean, that's like it. One time, <laughs> one time I did get a comment from the cashier, uh-huh. like, "Oh, you finna get it in tonight." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a bit risque. Um, there is actually one of my friends actually talked about that. That he went to a drugstore, and that's he, that's what he was looking for. And mm-hmm. the per, the girl comes up and just asks him after he, she finds out what he was there for for condoms she actually goes how do you do it (laughs) like and and he just responded he goes well uh well just like anybody else does i have the same tool bits and whatnot 
and and the woman that I'm with, my wife, she has the proper parts and it works out. And so I just don't want to get her. I don't want to have any babies anytime soon. And so, you know, these are instances where, like, I think a lot of people sometimes don't think before they say something. Yeah. And yeah. and that pops up. So yeah. it's just kind of like I, I just don't think sometimes people understand, like, OK, if I had closed my eyes, could I still do the same thing? that I do with my eyes open. Mm -hmm. Like you eat, you can eat with your eyes closed, right? So you can do, you can go to the bathroom with your eyes closed. You can do all these other things. And sometimes people like just, they can't figure that out. I've had friends of mine tell me that people are surprised that they can walk down the street by themselves. Like, how how are you doing that? And my friend would respond with, well, I put one foot in front of the other, just like you do. And so, you know, it's not that hard. And so there are these things where we're not, invalids right and that's what i think they have a hard time understanding well i think like the thing that i so as a sighted person i go into a store and you know retail or whatever the first person you know the salespeople come up to you and say can i help you with anything and you know in the same vein it doesn't really matter whether you're sighted or not sighted in that situation that's their job they're gonna do it and for me i i always am i hate for some reason interacting with salespeople, (laughs) so i'm always like no i got it i can do this don't worry go away like would that be different if someone came up to you and, you know, they get you right when you walk in the door. So mm-hmm. do you just announce whatever it is you're looking for? Like, or do you, I'll, I'll be all right for a little while. And if it I depends. need you, I'll find it you. It depends. Yeah. I used to just be so happy that I can go to a record store by myself that I would tell them, no, thank you. I'm just browsing, knowing full well that I didn't know what <laughs> where the <laughs> heck I was, <laughs> what aisle I was in. She's, he's that, walking out with a Miley Cyrus record. Just... <laughs> I came right. in for one thing, and this is what I took. Just right, Miley Cyrus in 1999 when she That's was right. what, like 10? Hey, she was still a musician then. <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure. I don't yeah. know. I think she was in her Hannah Montana years. Oh yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. But you get the point. It's like I used to say this, and just just because I was so happy to be out and traveling. This is when I like first started. I used to do things that, and just now I don't see the point in doing because mm-hmm. back then I was just so excited to be out on my own. Yeah. I went and bought my own CD by myself. I was like 17, you know. I was, and and I used to tell them that, that I was just browsing. And funnily enough, they left me alone mm-hmm. until I started tropesing around, like looking like I didn't know what I was doing. And then they'd be <laughs> like, do you do you need some help with something? I was like, yeah, I actually I do. That's why I came around here and, and moved around aimlessly. Yeah, that's why. That's, <laughs> that's, that's exactly it. why. To get your I didn't attention. want to announce that I just yeah. wanted to look aimless so that yeah. you would come help. Yep, exactly. So one of the things that I was taught like right off the bat when I started going to stores was like if you can find a customer service person, find them and they can help you. If you're going by yourself, that is something that they kind of like go to customer service and ask for assistance. Um, so I've never really personally done that because a lot of times when I do go to a store, I'm actually with maybe a friend or a family member. And and so we'll just kind of go around and I'll tell them what exactly I'm looking for. And so while they're looking for stuff, we'll eventually get to mine as well. Mm -hmm. And so those are kind of the ways that I get around like the store side of things is a lot of times I will just go in with somebody else. But to get around that, if you are by yourselves, yeah, we, we would just normally go to customer service and they would actually come around with us and help us pick out mm-hmm. what we're looking for. Can I or, ask you something, Brett? Sure. How do you make friends? 
<laughs> friends. <laughs> so what happens is you, you say hello to somebody, and then you find out a lot about each other. And then there's sometimes you actually have some things in common, and you're like, hey, you want to hang out? That's a good starting point. I, I, thought, I just I assumed that your guide dog knew how to do it. Right. Well, that does help. You he just act- let Poet walk up to somebody <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. it. Yep, that's Since it. I've gotten him, it's made my life a heck of a lot easier. I don't have to go up to go up to anyone or like me wandering up to what I think is a person and I'm talking to a light post. So <laughs> it helps to be able to have Poet actually confirm that it's a person. And most of the time, it is an attractive young lady. So kudos to Poet. As being a good wingman. So it has been actually really, really cool. He has been well-trained. Yep. And so it it has been such a great conversation starter, and he has definitely been a way for me to get to know a lot more people. And it's been great because I've been able to even, like, answer questions that people had about guide dogs. Um, Just the other day I was at Costco, and a girl comes up to me, and she goes, where did you get your dog? And I'm like, oh, I got him from Guide Dogs for the Blind. She's like, well, I'm trying to actually become a special education teacher and, you know, I'm just trying to figure out where people get their service animals from just because if I get clients, I want to make sure I can actually help them n- know of different places that they can go. You should have just said aisle 12. <laughs> really would have been the response to that one. Yeah. And then later on, you'd be like, no, actually, he's this and they, they sell them in bulk yeah. there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right. At Costco. That's right. So, Sense of humors and, and blind people go a long way. Yes. Sarcasm sometimes goes a long way. It breaks the ice. It does. How do you make friends, Brett? You could have said, oh, well, you know, I've got got these long antennae, and uh, they're the ones that tell me, friend alert, possible friend alert, (laughs) confirm, you know, sending data stream to dog, dog confirms. All right, move forward. Proceed. Um, I I do want to talk about, there is a situation where when you are going into um, like a restaurant, have you guys had any instances where, like, a waiter, waitress, a hostess has, like, treated you like you are the most fragile person in the world? Ed DeBevix. <laughs> so, so that's a yes? No, I doubt for, that. For those of you who don't know, Ed DeBevix is a 50s-style diner where they're intentionally rude to you. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, now I know. I actually had a cousin that almost got in a fight with the host uh, that was there because she didn't realize that it was that type of place. So she literally was about ready to start, like, stabbing the host because he was being a real, well, jerk. That's what he was getting paid to be. And so, yeah, that that was quite funny. But the instance I'm thinking of is I've actually been in a restaurant where – like someone has the waitress would come up to me, put her hand on my shoulder, lean down and like literally put her like mouth almost on my ear and say, how can I help you? Really? And wow. I'm like, uh, I'm OK, but I can hear you just fine. Um, I, I Can I get a glass of water, I guess, to start off with? And can you stand <laughs> back like at least a foot um, just to give me some room to breathe? And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought that's how I would handle this situation. I'm like, so this is the first time you've had a blind person come in? And she's like, yeah, I've never been able to. I'm pretty new. I'm like, okay, well, first off, thank you for trying to consider me being blind, but you don't have to get that close. I can hear you just fine, you just fine as long as you speak to me at a normal volume. Um, and, you know, I might have some questions that since I can't really see the menu, but... 
Um, other than that, just treat me like any other customer. And she's like, oh, okay. And I said, if I do need help, I will definitely let you know. I'm pretty good at being vocal about that. So, so I've never had um, instances like that where they're like, you know, extremely, friendly. I don't know if I would call yeah, friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've had the typical thing, what is she ha- What is she having, you know, asking my oh, family yeah, member yeah. or friends. Talking around you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep, that, I've had that happen. You're always going to have the crazy people. Whether you want it or not. Yeah. And we all deal with it. We're all in it together for some people because no matter how many learning lessons some people learn or no matter what, there's always going to be people who are the fraction of the major- the minority that are always cranky or always rude or mm-hmm. always do the wrong yeah. thing or yeah. never learn. Yeah. But for the most part, I think, I mean, for me, the biggest thing was just, I mean, once I started working with... uh Blind people. I taught you well, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Them crazies. Them crazies. No. <laughs> you know, just I think that it was something where I, I had never really had to deal with a blind person on any mm-hmm. sort of day-to-day level. And you, it's not the simplicity. And I never made too much of it. The simplicity behind it is simply just do exactly what you would normally do, except if someone's walking on the wrong side of the hallway, just kindly say, hey, you know, I'm in front of you. <laughs> you know? Right. Or you can do anything where you quietly sneak around very, right. very, very, very quietly and discreetly out there. Yeah, <laughs> I would say, especially the, the few times I've run into people, uh, they've been on their phones. So mm-hmm. one of my recommendations is please, if you're walking around, especially when you're outside and you're trying to cross the street, get off of your phone. Yeah. Like, Please do not try and use your phone while you're crossing a street or you're downtown and there's a whole bunch of other people and you want everybody else to navigate around you. I've had a girl who literally broke my cane in half in Union Station because she was on her phone mm-hmm. and she my my cane went right between her legs and as her legs were going, you know, when they Gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the regular gate she had, it snapped my cane in half. And Luckily, she probably yeah. got mad at you. And so luckily for me, I, um, luckily for me, I had my mobility instructor with me Mm. so that I was able to be able to, uh, have her help me on the way back, but she had decided guide me for the most part all the way back to my apartment. So please phones. Mm. That's happened to me multiple times. Put them away if you can. That has happened to me multiple times. And you know what? You get mad because somebody hits your car and you got to exchange insurances. At least you have insurances to exchange. Uh Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those people hit and run. Yeah. They don't even know. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Don't realize what they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can now I hear a story too about, you know, a friend of mine who actually like stopped her, stopped a woman and like got a hold of her purse and was like, Oh no, no, you gotta go help me get one. But you know, he's he's <laughs> he's a bit of a he's a bit of a looker there. So, you know. Let's, I don't know. To uh, each their own. One of the first days I had poet. I was in San Francisco training with him, and that that's what happened. It was a lady comes out of a building. She's on her phone, and P- Poet zigs me out of the way, and the lady still runs into my shoulder. I knock her over into the person that's next to her, the person she was walking with, and he caught her. And I just stopped, and I looked down, and Kareth, my trainer at the time, she comes up. She's like, that wasn't your fault. She was on her phone. And so I was... I just kind of like started to feel bad. I'm like, should I be having a guide dog? Like it really hit my confidence so hard that I ran into somebody. This is the first few days of me having poet. Like 
okay, it's starting already that I'm going to be running into stuff and I've been trying to figure out a different way other than the cane. But I don't run into really anything with Poet. Maybe the random door when we're trying, if somebody's holding the door for me, he'll try and like scoot us past and I don't realize it's such a tight fit that my shoulder will run into a doorway because he thinks we can fit and we can't. And so those are the only instances where I run into something. But as a running into somebody... That's the only instance where it's actually I've been I've run into somebody. He's normally pretty good at navigating me around those situations. I run into people all the time, and I'm sighted. And so. he can see you. Don't yeah. feel bad about it. Well, that's because you just have in your eyes that person. And they're going <laughs> that's down. Right. And plus, if you're playing tackle football, you're supposed to knock those people down. So <laughs> I think we've really covered a lot. I, I definitely enjoyed this conversation. Um, do you guys have any other things you'd like to add before we close this out? This one out. Nah. Everybody's good. Ask. Ask. Sighted people, we love you, but please ask. <laughs> yes, indeed. Sandy's going to make the comedy PSA. That's and, right. And we we ask you to hopefully come back next time to enjoy another show of The Unseen Show. I am Brett Shishkoff. I am Sandy Murillo. I'm Jose Martinez. And this is Mike Calling. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll be get back very, very soon with another episode. I am Brett Shishkoff. I am Sandy Murillo. I'm Jose Martinez. And this is Mike Calling. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll be back very, very soon with another episode.